The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. Thanks to Sugar Sammy for joining me in studio again, playing Friday night at the Meyer Horowitz Theater. Um, get a ch- if you get a chance to check him out, uh, do so. He's uh, he puts on a on, on a on a real good show again. I saw him. We were trying to figure it out. He was here 2009, 2010, 2012. Um, so it must have been 2009, 2010 when I saw him. And I just, uh, I, I remembered when you sent me the message saying, yep. hey, you know, are you interested in talking to Sugar Sammy? I'm like, yeah. And have you seen what he's done with his career since then? It's been absolutely fantastic. I got the so, pitch last Friday night and I just felt like texting you over dinner like, hey, can we do this? And you're like, yeah, lock him in. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, that is Chris Brentlinger Grant, the lead producer of 6.30 Chet Afternoon News. CBG joining me in studio. How was your weekend, by the way? It was pretty good. Yeah. A little bit uh, little bit chilly. Got the snow tire situation <laughs> sorted out at least a little bit. That was a whole to-do yesterday on our program. Oh, the so you wheel. did talk so about that? We okay. talked, uh, Brad and I talked, and we got some very positive feedback from Chedville once again telling me, congratulations for getting on it, but yeah. also you have a Subaru four-wheel drive, so you should be fine. I'm not taking any chances. Okay, well, well, good on you. I mean, as, as you've said, you, you've not really um, driven in a whole lot of snow. You've not been in a whole lot of cold. Like five centimeters and <laughs> negative four, I think, is the record for me as an adult. Yeah. I love that you call it negative. I guess. You can negative. Not five. minus? No, yeah. Yeah, negative. I guess that's more my dad's side of the family from Ohio. It's just oh, okay. negative. You know, you get like a sports update or something from the States. Like in here, it's like, oh, the Bears game, it's negative 25 at Soldier's Field. And you're like, oh my God, and that kind of sticks with you. So negative minus, you know what I mean. We know exactly what you mean. Um, you know what, uh, the text coming in today in the conversation regarding, uh, first off, uh, the insurance rates and distracted driving yeah. that has and, and so I kind of just wanted to go through a couple of these with you before we get on to you know what we had planned on talking sure. about you know distracted driving um, and and a lot of you know brokers now saying that it's a, it's a major offense if you if you get um, if you get a, a distracted driving ticket um, that you know there's a good chance your 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 insurance is going to go way up and and in some cases 25% and someone was you know questioning me whether or not I thought that was you know fair or or not you know my 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 aunt died in a in a car accident um, okay. believed to be by a, a suspected a distracted driving uh driver it was it was never confirmed um but yeah there were there were cell phones all that sort of stuff all over the the car and there was there was questions about that and you know brought that brought that into play you know do do you think that you know, insurance rates for drunk drivers should be should go up. Well, yeah, absolutely. And so, if someone is you know killed by a distracted driver, you know, should those insurance rates not go up a- as well? Yes, I, I do agree with that. There's been a number of people who have texted and said, "Hey, you know what? I was driving. The phone was in my hand. I wasn't talking to anybody. I wasn't doing anything. But I got nailed with the phone in my hand. Or I was going around a corner and it kind of slid off the dashboard and I caught it. And, and the police officer was right there and I got nailed for that as well. Yeah. I feel, you know, 
you know, I feel bad for those, you know, in those in those circumstances. I, I really, I really do. Um, again, if you if you look up the distracted driving kind of chart on the Alberta government website, it's no, it's got to be hands hands free, right? Can't be in in your hand. And you know, someone had texted in that it had fell, fallen over, gone under the brake. He went down to grab it, got nabbed doing that. I think that really sucks. Yeah, I I, I really do. Absolutely. I think that that really really sucks. Um, and and I wonder if. If you know, can you can you show can you show up to court and, and, and fight that and try to prove it otherwise? I'd like I to think, think so. What I want to see from um, police and the people uh, who are busting these people for mm-hmm. distracted driving is a little bit of discretion. Like if I can prove that I haven't had activity, like I'm not using GPS on my phone mm-hmm. or uh, no text messages have been sent, or you know my browser history, for example. Yeah. Then that would vindicate me. I'd like to think that if I can prove beyond a reasonable doubt that I wasn't actually using mm-hmm. it, my story checks out. I was trying to be safe. I would have probably caused an accident if my phone went under the yeah. under the brake. Um, it's not always that cut and dry, right? In BC, there were a couple cases where people were uh, busted for distracted driving because they were eating. Using well, using two hands, right? Yeah, so but, it's yeah. a little bit different, but it's at the uh, insurance uh, insurance policy discretion, I think, to mm. whether or not to charge you more. And in Alberta, it's a lot more advantageous to be able to actually pick and choose your insurance because it's not just blanket insurance coverage, right? It's not forced on you. Yeah, and it's interesting when it comes to comes to the food bit. So again, this is from the Alberta government website, and um, the penalty again for distracted driving in Alberta: two hundred eighty seven dollar fine and three demerit points. Um, activities that are not specifically restricted under the law. So again, this is kind of like a discretion thing, think by the officer. Um, Drinking beverages, coffee, water or pop, eating a snack, smoking. You know, because someone had texted and said, okay, what about smokers? You know, you knock open your your package of cigarettes, you're pulling out, you're lighting your smoke. Is is that? So, yeah, you know, those are those are those are tricky ones. It's a legal gray area that we're figuring out more and more as we find these mm-hmm. situations, right? So 2019, this isn't something that we had in 2003 or any legal mm-hmm. precedents before, right? So I think that the laws are written ambiguously that way so that while we're figuring out the best practices, you hope that an officer might be able to exercise yeah. some discretion and, you know, a stern warning if, yeah. if it really is something super egregious. But I'm 26, and so people of my generation, I've noticed this is a real epidemic. A lot of my friends have GPS in their car, yeah. but they still choose to do it on their handheld device mm. because Google Maps is easier to use sometimes than, yeah. say, Subaru GPS. And electing to, you know, fire off a text, hey, I'm outside while you're still driving two minutes away is dangerous, right? So we've had this conversation as well where I keep my phone in the trunk of the car because yeah. I don't want to be tempted because I know myself and I'm I'm tempted to text my friends or something and I know the penalties that come with it. I have someone uh, in my family, and that's as far as I will go, um, who is notorious for grabbing his phone um, at, a, at a red light. Will stop and check his phone um, while he's stopped at a red light. Just for social media or, yep. you know, updating see, people, yep. what it is? See yep. if someone's texted, see whatever it is. Um, but that's going to get you in a, in a lot of trouble. And, and I remember... And again, I don't sound like the old fogey here. When I took my young drivers, <laughs> my young drivers of Canada training when I was 21. So how many years ago uh, was that? That was back in what, 1992? That was about 10 years ago. Thank you, good man. Uh, <laughs> you know, they said always, even when you're stopped at a, at a red light, was to make sure that first off, that you have enough room 
ahead of you, so you're not on the on the the person, the car in front of you, a mm-hmm. bumper. Yep. So in case someone comes wailing up behind you, that you have room to get out, but that you are aware of what's coming up behind you uh, while you're stopped at a red light. And and to this day, I'm going to say 90% of the time, I'm always aware of that uh, at at a, at a at a red light. Myself as well. They didn't even teach distracted driving um, or or preach the merits or the, mm. the the demerits of it back when I did it in 2011. Yeah. Uh, because everybody had, you know, still the first evolutions of smartphones. Like, I wasn't able to get my Cincinnati Bengals scores on my phone <laughs> updated every single ESPN update that makes me sad. Um, it, it just wasn't as a part of our lives every single moment of the day. My phone's going off right now. You saw me throw it on one of the chairs. Everything's happening in every moment. So mm-hmm. I'm making a conscious choice right now not to check my phone. And it's, and it's interesting because you... You live in, you work by your phone. I yes. mean, there's everything for you is connected to your it, phone. In this industry, there's very, very little downtime, even if it's on the weekends, yeah. right? So I need to be checking things. I need to be checking the news to see if a, a certain guest has pulled out at any yep. point, you know, leading up to or after the show hour. So it's tempting to figure out what's going on. And that's why I feel the need to be disconnected. So, so when do you turn it off? I put it on airplane mode when I go to sleep. Yes. Um, that's just something that I need to but when do. You get home I from, when you get home from work and, you know, for those couple of hours that you're, you know, you're home before you go to bed, are you on your phone the whole time? Not the whole time. No. Um, I do leave volume on my phone. So after uh, we end, after we finish here, I drive home, have dinner, go to the gym, listening to podcasts or music when I'm on the treadmill. Um, so if an email comes through or mm. a text or something, you know, business related or social related comes through, I can check it. I'm not uh, physically scrolling or looking at yeah, social yeah. media all the time just because a lot. Th- that's not something that appeals to me for hours and hours and hours on end. And I'd rather use my time more constructively. Other people get great joy out of it. And if you're happy doing that, by all means, knock yourself out. But... Um, for me, my phone is more business related, like an old Palm Pilot. Yeah, yeah. Even though it is a fully functional iPhone, always connected to the internet. So I do not have my work email attached to my. I've noticed. <laughs> I've noticed many times. That's very smart. <laughs> that, my, that, my, that, that is yeah. smart. Um, and I have the the uh, ringer off. 99.9% of the time it is I do not uh, yeah if you're calling my phone it's likely going to voicemail I just it's it's one of the ways of trying to disconnect one of the, the one of the real things that I have to work on is in the evening when I get home from work is putting it somewhere else putting the phone upstairs in the bedroom if I'm downstairs and need to be in the moment and want to be in the moment and it's hard because of this as we say because of this job and for those of you out there same thing I mean wasn't it in France last year or two years ago that they made something they put something in in place about getting emails and doing work after hours that yeah Fran- get- france and germany yeah. tabled legislation to make it illegal for employers to expect, expect. their employees so yeah. if, if you want to take it upon yourself by all means yeah. but respond to this work email now it's yeah. urgent at 7 30 p.m there's no more of that in yeah. a couple of european countries I, sh- I should look into that yeah i know france is definitely one of them but again you go back to the car and you and you throw it you know throw it in your purse you throw it uh you know what you do in the trunk yeah it's 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 tricky and and, and 
we've just become so accustomed to having it with us all of the time and for some reason we just cannot wait for that 25 minutes or whatever it is to get home or get to that next spot yeah my generation it, it's an epidemic i mean well, I, I turned 14 years old when facebook came out so it's always been a part of my life yeah. it's always been a part of my friends lives that's a second life that you're really you living and things, things are developing do you think it's worse for 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 uh you know men and women your age compared to to my age or older as far as being attached to that damn thing I mean, for what you've seen, I don't know. Like, I'm yeah, it, 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 it's 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 based on personalities, obviously, yeah. individually. But I'd I'd say from what I've seen, my generation, yes, because you feel a constant need to check on things because a you have you, missing you, out. Uh, yep, FOMO digitally. You know, you you might be at at a party or something, but your friends might be at a different party, mm. and you have to give them the courtesy like or the comment. You know, oh, looking yeah. good. You know, the fun or you know, go Eagles or whatever it is that you want to say, or put the picture up to show how much fun you're having. Exactly. Yeah. If you go on vacation, it's not not enough to go and enjoy your vacation and take photos of yourself and your family and have that in your photo album. You have to prove to other people that you're having fun. Take the photo of your feet in the sand. And so even when you're in Maui, you still have your phone on yeah, you at but, all times and it's going off. But they are our photo albums anymore. That's the problem. They are they are our cameras and our photo albums anymore. That's one of the tricky things. It is. It is. And But but unless you upload it, you're not going to get the Facebook notification They're saying not. on this day six years ago, <laughs> you know, myself and whoever, we were at a Cincinnati Reds game. And you can look back on that and say, oh, yeah, that was six years ago today. You're not going to get that satisfaction going down the line. And I think that a lot of people of my generation depend on that to build the sense of community, but also also just the sense of uh, living a full life, I think, and being able to show people that you're actually out doing things. Hmm. Like if show, I, if or I, showing off. Yeah, showing is it, off. Is it showing that you're doing stuff or showing off that you're doing things? You know, different. Yeah, hold on a second. We need to take a break here. That's CBG, the producer of this show. Carl, we'll get your phone call after this. Some of your texts coming in this afternoon saying that hands-free is okay is bogus. It's not the driving with one hand that's a distraction. It's the phone conversation that's the distraction. In some cases, yes, it is. Uh, eating and driving, nothing distracting about eating a double quarter pounder and a poutine. <laughs> True. Done it. Not the poutine. I've, I've tried to eat a, a, like a cheeseburger before. It's all about efficiency sometimes. Um, and Harvey says, if I see one more person driving with a dog in their lap, grr. And this one, in Edmonton, when I'm driving on my motorcycle, it's very evident how many people are on your phone when you're invisible and you roll up on someone. You get a much more realistic number of how many people are buried in their own crotch. Hi, Carl. Hi, how's it going? I'm good. How are you today, bud? Uh, not bad, Jalen. Okay, what's going on? Um, you think 10 years ago, no smartphones, no iPads, no whatever. Mm-hmm. And everybody functioned properly. Mm-hmm. And now this distraction stuff and everything? Yeah. Yeah, well, because you are just uh, semi-lazy or whatever. You know? What do you mean? What do you mean, lazy? I'm confused there, Carl. Well, there uh, you're texting or something while you're driving. Yep. And I mean, uh, uh, I used to have a cheeseburger, like you said. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but I paid attention to where I'm driving, eh? And it's the whole mentality. Carl, do you have a do you have an iPhone or a smartphone? Uh, nope. Nope. Are you on Facebook, Carl? Nope. Are you on Instagram? Nope. Are you on Snapchat? Nope. Oh, how, Carl, I want to lead your life. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> no, I just, I just, I just stay back in the, in the 80s. 
Well, you know what? Uh, nothing the matter with that either. Well, I pay attention to where I drive. I stop at every stop sign, yield at the yield yep. signs and all this kind of stuff. And yep. whether I'm having a Big Mac or whatever, I still well, do it. Eh? Just be careful because you can get nabbed for uh, distracted driving doing that as well, eh? Well, I offered to buy his, him a cheeseburger. <laughs> See how that works out for you. <laughs> yeah, Thanks, right. Carl. Take it easy. Yeah, Great have a good one. Hear. Great to hear from you. I think there's a distinction, though, between laziness and a lack of willpower or simply just feeling addicted to something because mm-hmm. I, I felt at one point that I was addicted to social media. Yeah. I needed to make a couple changes and so I ended up putting my, my phone in the trunk of the car because I knew I couldn't pay any sort of fine that came my way when I was going to university. Well, it's really interesting now once you start hearing about uh, the insurance rates going up. That I, I mean, to me, that is another one of those things that will make me uh, and I hope others really think twice. Uh, for the most part, my phone is in my purse and it's tucked away if I need a GPS. I kind of put it in the in the in the coffee holder or whatever but really trying hard not to do any of that whatsoever but i don't want to pay any increased insurance rates i mean or or not be able to get coverage on certain things for a lot of people i think that's the scare that it might actually take to sort of current that learned behavior yeah. now you know if you're out however however much it is in Alberta, 267 yeah for one of these tickets i mean that'll that'll I mean, do it wouldn't insurance it it's going up like 25 yeah. percent in some cases um four o'clock news coming up with eileen bell on the other side we'll have a look at what's happening in sports and market numbers as well about 20 minutes from now 20 22 minutes from now your word of the day you don't want to miss that